Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where... Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy. Oh, well, well, well. We're back. We are back in inclement, rain-affected Studio One. I've been working on an intro all day. Do you mind if I do it? Please. Hello, everyone, and welcome. For those in Melbourne, it's currently 8 degrees with zero chance of rain. In Manchester, it's a top of 16 degrees on this beautiful sunny day with 0% chance of winning the Ashes. <laughs> oh, there you go. Get rid of your brollies. Brollies gone. Brollies are gone. The Ashes are gone. Well, they've been retained, haven't they? They've been retained. Who by? Australia, mate. Oh, nice. The convicts. Convicts got one up on the old uh, on the old govs, eh? On the old govs. Those dirty bread stealers we're going to send down to a tropical paradise. With free dental care, good-looking women, <laughs> and we're going to stay in our miserable, shitty country. Oh, I'm up and about. Yeah, how yeah. are you? Well, um, yeah. Oh, look, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited after that intro in particular. I know. Um, yeah, uh, very good, mate. How you been? I've been. It's about a lot of sleepless nights. Mm, that, is, that is actually very true. It's been a plethora, a smorgasbord of live sport. Um, and you know what? It uh, it's almost too much. Mm. On the weekend, it was too much. Yeah, there was a lot going on. We had the Open, we had the Ashes. Yeah, we had the F one, AFL, NRL, NRLW, Rugby Union was not on, so that was good. No. It took the week off. Women's World Cup. Sorry. Women's World Cup. Gee it whiz, just um, a lot of flicking of the remote. And I did almost zero of it. Okay, I was interstate. Oh, you know, yeah, you were. You were um, in the country, recharged the batteries. How'd that go? Great. Until I got to, I don't know, I can't remember the name of it. It was McDonald's, Ronald, Mc, let's say Ronald McDonald Stadium in Newcastle. Okay. To watch my Melbourne Stormers mm-hmm. play. Did not go down well. Oh, well, okay. And there's a lot of hatred towards Victorians and Melburnians in particular in that crowd. In Newcastle? Why? Great question. Novocastrians weren't too thrilled with uh, with the the boys from Vic. Hmm, that's uh, can't say I can't can't say that's been a traditional rivalry in any way. I, I don't know if they have a rivalry. <laughs> to be honest, I, I did a tour of Newcastle. I've spoken about this before. This mm. Steel City. I Steel thought it City, was. Yep. I thought it was. I thought it was inland, not on the water, but actually quite a beautiful city. Yep. But yeah, they didn't like us. Thankfully, I was wearing no merchandise. Yeah, okay, you might have copped somewhere. I was triple denim up. Uh, I had a trucker cap. Uh, with So you blended in beautifully. Yeah, yeah. I almost was invisible. <laughs> but no, it was a good weekend. Uh, you, you went away as well, I believe. You had a little, maybe a trip into New South Wales as well? Yeah, or? I've been to Sydney a couple of times for a few little shoots uh, for work. So, um, yeah. Nothing, nothing too much to report. Obviously, Sydney, beautiful mm-hmm. town. Yeah, um, and always raining. So it is. Not I'll grab the brolly. Not unlike <laughs> Manchester. Yeah, God's country. 
Uh, we may as well address the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. the 1v2 elephant oh, in the room. Oh, yes, the Collingwood Port Adelaide, yep. I would say probably, uh, well, if not game of the season, at least, at least, at least on the podium. Mm. Um, yeah, cracking game. Uh, now, I know you probably um, received a fair bit of feedback via text. <laughs> I got a fair bit of feedback in person from uh, a man who will name... Unnamed, as he's got a uh, a young daughter, mm. and a young family. I don't want to dismiss his uh, somewhat good name. Okay, let's just call him Fluke Lorbs. Okay, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, you'll notice that I didn't send any. No, you didn't. No, because one, I'm yeah. a good bloke, and two, because beating someone two games behind on the ladder is not really that important. <laughs> There's always a punchline. <laughs> I felt like I was never going to get the. Some of the messages I get are like, "Put honey, put the kids to bed. You mm. can't have them hearing what they're saying." Yeah, yeah. Sort of text, and you're never one of those. No, 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 no. Never. I am. From time to time, have been known to potentially or potentially not do stuff like that. So it all it was swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look. I um I'm not one to really go into that having um having been to six Collingwood grand finals and seeing one win I'm sort of quite grounded and know to keep keep everything on a on a even yeah. even keel because eventually there is pain coming Well no there there is and oh, look I'm not going to make excuses because a I've Zero recollection of the game. Mm. I must have had a bad case of food poisoning. Yeah, or that, something. that can happen, especially in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what went went on, but um, yeah, we played you in Melbourne. We got smashed. Played you at Adelaide. Um, couldn't get the Chocolitos. But by the, a, yeah, by the look a of cracking it, game. it was inaccurate a cracking game. kicking. Yeah, but that's sort of been a lot of teams haven't been able to capitalise when they've had the chance against mm. Collingwood, Adelaide twice. Um, and there was another team that uh, escapes me as well. But, um, yeah, if, you know, they've just got this belief in the last quarter, if they're within striking distance, they're just going to come come uh, like a steam train. So, yeah. But, uh, well yeah, look, it's fun to bag for them. And as I say, there's a, you know, all I will say is that I'm hearing a lot of people like, you already got one hand in the trophy and this and that. And I'm like, no, no. As I said before, I've been come to on. six grand finals. I've seen one win. I know pain. I'm not. Not counting my chickens. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, just uh, it's it's a tight comp. I think the top four are very good. Geelong could sneak in and do some stuff. So let's just see what happens. And uh, we're probably not really going to touch too much AFL e this episode. No, which no, is, not, which a is, heap. not a heap. Just fine. But uh, we're forgetting Brisbane, who will probably have a home final at some point. In the finals, they can't really be discounted. I know there's this. No, I think this thing with the MCG and them. Yeah, uh, you can't ignore that. But also, if you've got a dog in the fight, you got a dog in the fight. Yeah, I, look, I think whoever um, whoever finishes second, assuming Collingwood finish first, uh, will make the grand final because Port at Adelaide Oval with two home games, or Brisbane at the Gabba with two home games. Much like you are, I know pain of the home pre yeah, final. But it's yeah, I just think it's going to be super hard to beat um, 
the teams interstate uh, with the way they've played footy this year. But, but yeah, Brisbane are a massive danger for sure. Um, uh, yeah. And if it isn't Collingwood, uh, I don't mind Brisbane just because of my uh, better um, bet <laughs> from early in the year. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, really excited to see the showdown this week and watch Port Adelaide lose three in a row. Um, we're going to have some fun. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to have some real fun this episode. Mm. I'm in a, I don't know if you can tell, I'm in a, I'm in an annoying mood. Okay. I'm okay. in a real, I'm going to say some stuff. Oh, he's, he's a bit loose, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Loose, oh, loose lip Lucy oh, over here. Loose lips Lucy. <laughs> here we go. But that's a great way to start. Nice little joke at the start, which I worked all day on. Don't know how it's going to play on the camera. Uh, we'll play well on the camera. I don't know how we'll play on the pod. It's going to play terrible <laughs> on the audio. For those who are not watching on YouTube land, hello for listening in um, audio land. I started this episode with an umbrella over my head. Yeah, so yeah, it was a, um, it was a, well, it's funny because I won't preempt one of my cells, but some people would have deemed you opening a brolly indoors as a no-no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Let me, let's get back to that. Let's keep that, keep that there. Dive into that later. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, But for now... We are going to throw it over to the headlines with Australian-born Sandra Sully. Tens late night news with Sandra Sully. We begin with the signing of keeping you informed, keeping you involved, keeping you in touch. Australia's most established late news service, the late night news with Sandra Sully, weeknights on ten. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you very um, much. Always a pleasure. The two thousand. And 26 Commonwealth Games are in serious doubt after the Australian state, the great state of Victoria, cancelled its plans to host due to, inverted commas, budget blowouts. Uh, The Commonwealth Games Federation struggled to find a host before. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews volunteered the host of games in regional Victoria way back in April 2022. Now, a few things here. There's Um, a lot to unpack in this. There is a lot to unpack. But coincidence or something more that the moment you announce that you are in serious doubt to Mm. represent Australia in the Com Games... Like, hey, I might not be right to play badminton in Leon Gather in 2026. Suddenly, the arse falls out. The plug is pulled from the funding. Now, I'm not going to... Again, mere speculation, but uh, it does seem like quite the coincidence. The Twitter sphere, the thread sphere, mm. the Reddit sphere, the yep. MySpace, it was all going off. Yep. A lot yep. of um, from user accounts at Chris12745456789. What's happening, mate? This saying, is on you. What the hell's going on here? Yep. This is on your shoulders or your ankle. Yeah, uh, I think it's right knee, left ankle, <laughs> right shoulder is probably what's on. But is this the is this the death now for the Com Games? It has That's to be an overarching thing. It has to be. I can't see. It, like, it was already struggling for relevance. Like, I mean, by the fact that they had to ha- find a country to volunteer. That's not a good that's, sign. That's not a great sign. Um, as opposed to having a hard fought bid for it. Yeah. Um, it just feels archaic and you know a bit of a relic. You know, start as the Empire Games, turn the Com Games, but I don't know. I feel like maybe this is the time to say so. You know, say goodbye. Yeah, and look, 
this is not we're not going to go the political route here to be well, honest I th- let's touch on it a little okay can I tell you my yep. general thought mm-hmm. um, when, when it was announced I was like what a great idea like, this is the I was like this is the only yep. idea that probably makes sense for this yep you know Dan put his Superman cape on and went on media street yep Saying we're going to do all this, we're going to all do all that. You know, we had bushfires before COVID yep. throughout regional Victoria, which was ravaged, and then COVID obviously ravaged it. Yep. He kind of he kind of took his home run trot, which now to to come back and be like, oh, it's going to cost us five billion more than it was estimated. Like, what are you doing, son? Yeah, the skeptic in me says that there's there no a, way the seven billion figures a, correct. No. The sceptic in me says there was a lot of promises made to get the regional Victorian votes. Mm. And then after the election yeah. was won, okay. maybe they just let the dust settle a bit mm-hmm. and pulled the plug. Uh, again, that's just the sceptic in me. It's uh, not that's uh, allegedly. Alle- of course. We of say course. allegedly because this is just, yep. it's alleged. But I am saying is... that under parliamentary privilege, so. <laughs> no one will hear this. No one knows it was you. <laughs> I'll we'll we'll block your face out so no yeah, one just knows. Just change my voice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I could see that. Mm. Uh, the the one interesting thing I heard was that the all of the funding that was promised to go to these regional areas for the facilities apparently that's still yeah still happening. Yeah, but we'll, we'll apparently yeah, yeah apparently yeah, yeah. allegedly yeah um, you know politicians they like to lie except for Chris Bowen. Who's yep. one of the most honourable Labor men? He wouldn't have let this happen if he was Premier. Not on his Just watch. saying, Not on his watch. there's no alleged about that. No, he's he's um, he's as honest as the day is long. <laughs> Correct, but yeah, it's definitely the death nail for it. Yeah, I think the I just names. think it. I, I think it is, which is look. It's sad because of obviously it gives athletes who um, maybe aren't Olympic gold standard mm. a chance. Uh, and any time you get to represent your country is special. Great honour. Um, so I think, you know, for the athletes, it's probably the most sad if it goes. But by the same token, there's world championships. There's yeah. other things. And I'm sure something else will, will pop, pop up. up. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel bad for, we've mentioned this before, I'm a big squash guy. Mm. Not an Olympic sport. So, yeah, so now this it's is... a Commonwealth Games sport. There yeah. are sports which haven't made it to the Olympic level. Mm. So there are elite athletes yeah. who... In their right, you know, should have been Olympians. Yep. Um, but they're not for whatever reason. Yep. Um, now they're not even going to have, they potentially won't have that. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I've just shut it down. After the, I've actually just got rid of it completely. Yeah, you've already cut yeah, I've actually yeah. already cut it. Um, yeah, but look, it's, yeah, as I said, I think it's the saddest for the athletes, but um, yeah, it feels like it's been dying a slow death on the old vine. Mm, which kind of feels pretty like, Pretty on brand for like the Commonwealth mm. and the, the the Crown. Yep, no, um, absolutely. The um, everything English kind of dying <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> yeah, the bum holes sort of falling out, plugs Ooh. being pulled. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah, we're not gonna take it. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. Hey, eh? watch this space. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, see you later. Um, see you later to the Commonwealth Games in Melbourne. In positive news. Red Bull Reserve driver Daniel Ricciardo has been moved to a race seat at Alpha Tauri to replace the underperforming Nick DeVries, who has been ounced 
from the team in half a season. See you, Nick. See you, Nicky boy. Ricardo, who's won eight Grand Prix, including McLaren's only Formula One win in the past decade, returned to AlphaTauri with immediate effect, making his debut at the past week's race in Hungary. Ricardo outqualified and beat teammate Yuki Sonoda in the race at the famous Hungaro Ring. What did he? What position did he come? Thirteenth. Okay. So qualified thirteenth. Yep. Got got rear-ended mm. at the start. No fault of his own. Yep. Yokuan Zhu just forgot how to use the accelerate, then forgot how to use the brake. Yeah, right. Went straight up his his um, clacker barrel, <laughs> and then took out both the Alpine cars. Oh Jesus! So they had two DNF. Oh well. And the first turn of the race, the second week in a row. Well, he's he sounds like he's going to be on the way out, like Nick. Yeah, but I'll give you a quick um, summary of his race, just so Ricardo's, Ricardo's please, race, please because it's, yep, this, there's no Mayo or yep, fanboy do. on this. Please do. So, so qualified thirteenth. The car's not great. Uh, beat his teammate, which is what he needs to do. So he got rear-ended, dropped to the back of the field. Yep. Uh, came in for an early pit, uh, and then it was a two-stop race. And so after, I think it was like 12 or maybe 15 laps on the hard set of tyre, which is typically your long your yep. long tyre, he basically, he, he, he said, look, get me on the mediums. I'll go to the end of this race. I'll manage it get me in the clean air and like good things will happen. Yep. 40 laps on a medium set of tires is a long time. Yep. You've got, not every driver can manage that. Yep. So he managed that and literally just, yeah, just sort of uh, picked them off which, with a move that's called the undercut. Mm-hmm. So let's say you and me are battling each other. Yep. You're behind me. Mm-hmm. You pit first, get a new set of tires and you're in some fresh air. Yeah, yeah. And you do three laps at like gung ho. Yep. When I come into pit, I come out behind you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so that's basically what happened. Yep. He managed to get that car back to thirteenth. Oscar Piastri finished fifth, second, okay, great. second, second, really good finish in a row. Yep. For him, so I'm so happy. That's good. I I was surprised because I know that Alpha um, Tory. Is more of a sort of like a development mm-hmm. arm of Red Bull. So to put a obviously one of the most experienced drivers in the in there is interesting to me. Like yeah. why? Why? So why have they done that? Oh, look, I'll, I'll here's here's my thought behind it. Mm. Uh, they've they've put him in the seat because a their junior program doesn't have good enough drivers. Yeah, uh, and. They really trying to put pressure on Sergio Perez. Yeah, right. They want to see if Sergio Perez is up for it mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, and I would say he is not up for it. So, you, so do you still see a world next year where where it's Verstappen and Ricardo Red yep. Bull? Yeah, and you know why? Helmut Marco, who's like the the big dog at the team. Yep, and Christian Horner. That's what they want. Yeah, they are so blatantly obvious. In that that being what they want, this it's not. Their, yeah, right. it's not funny. Like, the, well, if the, if the the boss and the other boss want it, then it's going to happen, right? So th- this this is allegedly how it went down. So Ricardo did this tire test at Silverstone yep. after the Silverstone race in the Red Bull car. Yeah, I heard about that. Yep. Apparently, Christian Horner called Helmut Marco and said, "Mate, this, these are the times he's doing." 
helmet marker picked up a phone, fired Nick DeVries and put him in the seat. Yeah, right. Like that. Yeah. That, that's the way that works. So in terms of it, why, why is there not a young driver in there? So well, yeah. If they're if they're long if they're long players, they get him into the second seat at Red Bull. Yeah. So so the reason why I, I think so they had Alex Albon in there. Yep. He got promoted to Red Bull, failed, yep. went back to Alpha Tauri, and then moved elsewhere. Yep. Pierre Gasly, exact same, same thing. thing. Yep. Uh, and that's why they went with Perez for the second seat because they were like, look, we've had Ricardo, who who's been the best, you know, number two driver at Red Bull yep. for like, you know, they've had for uh, at least maybe 10, 15 years. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. They've had two young drivers from their junior academy fail. Mm-hmm. Then they've had to go and hire someone who's old with experience because the, the junior program's just not... Just hasn't worked. Just yeah. not cutting the mustard. So, and what you're basically saying is... Perez starting to falter under the pressure that these young drivers felt going up against Max Verstappen. Yep. So I think 100% they're like, this is the only pairing we've had that worked. Yeah. We've got the best car by a mile and we've probably only, we could only have this for the next three years before everyone catches up. Yeah. Because people forget that before Mercedes won like seven, eight, 48 championships in a row. Yeah. Red Bull won four in a yeah, row. Yeah, exactly, with... Um, Vettel. Yeah, Vettel, and Ricardo was a two-driver then, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they forget, people forget that. Yeah. And so I think that's in the forefront forefront of Christian Horner's mind. I think he desperately wants Ricardo back in there, mm-hmm. and they're giving him a chance to prove it. Um, and Perez is doing everything he can to, to put him in that seat. You know, he's yep. crashing his car in practice. He's <laughs> not making it out of Q3. Like, yeah, he finished right. on the podium in Hungary. Cool. You're driving a fucking rocket ship. Yeah. It's not you. The way he drives it in qualifying, it's like he's driving a Celica. Yeah. So it's good to have him back. The conspiracy hat, tinfoil theories that love I it. had were right. Yep, love it. And he's, oh, I'm just so much happier going into race day now. We've got two Aussies on the grid. Yeah, which is awesome. Oh, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair uh, It's good Well let's watch this space On that one too mm. um, Move over John Rahm uh, John Rahm Golf And Novak Djokovic Tennis There's two new Alpha dogs in town uh, Alcarez re- Recovered from a set down To win his first Wimbledon title In five sets Over the number one seed uh, Meanwhile American left-hander very important Salute. note, which Lefty. I put in there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Brian Harmon, um, what a good, honest name that is, has won his first major, winning the 151st Open Championship at Royal Liverpool by six strokes. He moonwalked it. Um, thoughts on this, please? So, Carlos Alcaraz, I forgot to put Carlos in the mm-hmm. in the teleprompter there, so sorry to him. 20 years old, second major. Yeah. Well, uh, I think you bought him maybe... I bought him a while. About a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought him as a 19-year-old, yeah. which I'm I'm probably going to take that out. It's not doesn't sound good when I say I bought him as a 19-year-old. Well, at least he was of age. <laughs> <laughs> not great. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I was on him for... I was, I was on him oh. early. That, that's going to go down. That's, if, <laughs> that's going down even better. <laughs> Keep talking, Chris. <laughs> I need to get my lawyer on the phone here. <laughs> Oh, great. Great for him. You know, he yeah, just yeah. kind of faltered in the French 
yeah. under the pressure. He's had a lot of injuries of late. So yeah. and it's in the, the French is his, the Clazies go right. Clazies, yeah. I'll watch yeah. out. Watch out. Here we and, go. And um, Wimbledon is Djokovic's. Yeah, he kind of plays left-handed there. Yeah, and he knows that too. He's open about. He goes. I think he literally said. He goes. I don't think I'll ever lose here again. Well, which is crazy to say. So from that aspect, great to see Djokovic lose. Yeah. Um, I watched about zero rallies of the whole tournament. Mm, same. It's on Stan. Yep. Stan Sport. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm sorry. I've it's got not two, a nine at all. I got maybe it is. Uh, Let's just assume for this conversation, it's not. Well, nine of got um, the ashes. So, yeah, something had to keep, I suppose. Correct. Um, my eyes are not off the ashes. So, yeah. that's what had to give. The only grass I'm watching is the grass with rain on it <laughs> in Old Trafford. Yeah. So, yeah, watched nothing of that, but happy to see him regardless. Um, yep. And then... Uh, Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon, who I'd never heard of, to be honest with you. Um, I know you said his honest name. If yep. you looked at a photo of him, you're like, oh, that's Brian Harmon. Like, yeah, if right. I put him in a police lineup, yeah. you'd be like, that's him. That's him. That's Brian. Small guy, lefty, yeah. Yeah. just an honest, consistent performer. I don't know how many times he's won on the PGA Tour, mm-hmm. um, but it was a big price to win this. Well, massive, yeah. Uh, this tournament kind of always, it it brings the, the underdogs in a little bit, just yeah. tougher conditions. Well, it's one of the hardest courses in the world, I heard. Right? It's like... Or Liverpool. Uh, I, I don't know if it's one of the hardest. I think it's it is definitely very hard, but it's it's like a it's a multitude of things. Right, okay. Because it's English summer, which means it's really windy, overcast, and winter and yep. raining. <laughs> yeah. So just every other country's winter. Yeah. So that ultimately is the complete opposite to your American summer on yeah, the PJ Tour. Which is all beautiful blue skies and whatnot. yeah. So the PJ Tour essentially goes from like tournaments where you've got to shoot like 25 under yep. to win to this tournament, which, you know, Tiger Woods has won them, you know, as, as the only player at, at you know, mm. under par. Well, they've actually had, like, the Masters was um, weather affected too, actually. Mm. So, yeah, a bit, bit of an anomaly. Bit of bit of an anomaly. But, yeah, really happy to see him win. Uh, yep. I, had, um, I had a lot of players who were, like, in the top five. Mm-hmm. But we're never, they were never a sniff. Yeah. So it's kind of a disaster from a betting point when someone goes that far ahead. Hard to, yeah. Hard, yeah. hard game, the old golf betting but, game. Oh, happy for him. Happy for Carlos. Yep. Uh, uh, but mainly happy to see Djokovic lose, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd say that's a hard agree. Yep. Uh, well done to those two guys. Uh, where are we here? The Matildas. Matildas overcome the absence of Captain Sam Kerr to defeat Ireland one to nothing in their first match at the FIFA Women's World Cup in Sydney last week. The result gives the Matildas a huge chance of qualifying for the next, next stage of the competition with games against Nigeria and Canada still to come. Mm-hmm. The Matildas will be playing Nigeria on Thursday night, which will likely be run and won by the time you are listening to this. And listening to this outdated breakdown. Well, yeah, I mean the the tournament's still very much alive. Um, let's just let's just do this. You guess the score, and I'll guess the score. Uh, for Matildas, Nigeria. Yeah, so the, uh, two the, nil. The Matildas won two one. The Matildas won. Insert score. <laughs> beating Nigeria. 
Insert score. <laughs> Insert crowd figure. <laughs> um, what did you think? I, I saw there's a lot of criticism about um, the Matildas not naming Sam Kerr. Oh, my really. God. It's like... This is does, the does most... Anyone, does anyone not know how sport works? Like, oh. why would you forecast to your opposition that your best player's not playing? Like, yeah. This is, this is elite competition, people. Like, you... I'm sorry that you didn't get to see Sammy play the first game, but this is the World Cup. Like you yeah. keep your cards close to your chest. Yeah, I know. And, and I'm going to bleep this name out, but when <laughs> tweets about it and he's upset, then you know that you're on the wrong side. Well, he's the always argument, on the if wrong you're, side of history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know you're agreeing with the wrong side if you're agreeing with what he said. Yeah, and he was like, "What a disgrace." Like, I mean, what are, what are we what are we he's doing? He's been here? a sports broadcaster for a long time. Like that's that's I, I look. I, he needs to he needs to grow up. And anyone else who has that opinion also needs, needs to grow up. Oh, he needs a he needs a Met card. Um, all three zones, as if we're going back to Frankston back in the day when it was Zone Three <laughs> for the Smack Bus, because he <laughs> he's been asking for it for a decade. I reckon. Mm, yeah, yeah. But um, not that we promote violence in any absolutely way. not. But it's a metaphorical smack bus. Yeah, it's a verbal smack. Yeah, it's a verbal clout. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it was that was a ridiculous opinion for anyone. Yeah, anyone who thinks that Australia should have announced that, stop listening. Just yeah. But it was devastating to see her her go out. Uh, yeah, look, not a bad, to- not a great time to um, pull a string, but or calf, calf. whatever it was, um, but. She'll be back for the hopefully next round. Yeah, that's why the game tomorrow night is so crucial. I, I'm saying that like, well, well done, Nuffy. Like a, a game in the World Cup is crucial. Like, oh, go on, this. tell us more, Nate. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for this in-depth analysis. <laughs> you fucking idiot. If we if we beat Nigeria, mm. we're we're through. Yeah. Uh, Canada already drew with Nigeria. Yep. Uh, and I believe Ireland's playing Canada right now. Okay. So, or playing them tonight. Yeah. So, look, if we win, we go through. Canada's a tough team. Yeah. So, thi- so this game tonight is 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 massive. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've also lost Mary Fowler, mm-hmm. who's eighteen year old. She played in the uh, maybe she's not eighteen, maybe she's twenty. She played in the World Cup as a sixteen year old. Right. Okay. Yep. That's how that's how it works when you add four years. Uh, Manchester City. Striker, yep. so she's kind of the she's the next big thing. Yep. Um, losing her hurts. We mm. lost another player as well whose name I've forgotten, but mm-hmm. both to, name sorry. Yeah, both to concussions. So that oh right says to me they've accidentally run into each other at training. Yeah, or they both headed a ball in a ill fashion. Yeah. So Crucial game to get points from. Crucial game to win. Question without notice. Do you know where it is? Uh, Brisbane. Okay. I think. <laughs> Enjoy I actually uh, have, Brisbaneites. I actually have no idea. Because the, I think the way it works is FIFA doesn't let you... If you're hosting a game, yep. there can't be games there before... Like two months before or something. Right, okay. So that's why the games aren't being played at like Etihad or the MCG. Right, okay. So it's been played at all the games have been played at Amy Park. The Storm have yep. to go play at Marvel. Yeah. Which is why like there's twenty five thousand like tickets. So no one can get tickets. Yeah, because it's well, I mean, makes for a good atmosphere though. Twenty five thousand people got tickets. Yep. I'm not one of them, so I'm pretty yep. 
Um, as Drake you, would say, I'm upset. But you did get Taylor Swift tickets, so I did. I did. Yes, I'm one of those. I'm one of the few people who got Taylor Swift tickets, but isn't going to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Well, look, that's a that's a whole nother story. That's and a love for, story. For a lot of people. <laughs> that's a yeah. And that's I a love story. Yeah, Taylor would Taylor might write about it. You know what is funny about that? So. So the ticket obviously is for is for Caitlin, mm-hmm. big big Swifty. Yeah, right. Yep. She felt like rather than she was obviously very excited, but she also didn't want to be like I got a ticket mm. because of like some people were so devoted that they missed out. Yeah, right, like okay. how how crazy is that? That how many? That's how many people <sighs> wanted I, to go. Oh, it's it's insane. Uh, I I found the whole thing staggering. Um, Same here. Like someone who ima- spent. Eight hours on Ticketek's website, yeah, and so so many people I I know were as well, and like this is the matter like the she's a human money press. This Taylor Swift, like she's yeah. just making hand over fist, like it's actually outrageous. But anyway, that, that tour has got to be a billion dollar tour. It is. It's a one point two billion dollar tour. Oh, there you go, <laughs> being with a boy. Yeah, that's not bad. Anyway, yeah, we've strayed, but uh, yeah, good luck, Matildas. Go Matildas and uh, go Taylor. Yep. Um, Australia will keep the famous urn, the Ashes urn, after rain, rain, rain didn't go away on the final day play at the beautiful and prestigious Old Trafford in Manchester, uh, denying English fans and the English players and the English press the finish to the fourth test that they required slash, like, craved. We need um, it. Needed. I need um, it. And um, ultimately, the opportunity for the Ashes to be sided in a fifth blockbuster at the Oval didn't happen. Um, and now, and this history is always a great judge and a great indicator, England has now won just the one Ashes test in its previous 1,400 days of existence. That's, is that right? That's the stat that you gave me. Oh, it must be right then. <laughs> I, may have, I may have worked that out. 1,400 um, days is a long time to be a loser. Yeah, yep, the big L. Um, I mean, oh look, again, there's a lot to unpack here, but the hypocritical nature of mm. this reaction to everything has been at, at, just been staggering. Crazy. It's like, oh, it rained, we could have won. It's like, yeah, 2013, you guys were cheering when the same thing happened to Australia. Genuinely the exact same result. Yep. Um, oh, Bairstow shouldn't have been out. I was like, yeah, yeah, well, uh, Bairstow did something very similar and your coach did the same thing. The, uh, you know, your, your... No, no, no. It wasn't. It oh, wasn't. Yeah, spirit of cricket, spirit of cricket. Oh, yeah, Chris, uh, Stuart Broad, uh, Nick's won a first slip, doesn't walk. Well, that's not... Well, that's, that's different. It was like, this is all you'll be just, remembered for. Just the whole hypocritical... Whinging has just done my head in. Like, mm. just, just. There's a reason why you didn't retain the ashes. Is because you lost the first two tests. Mm. It's pretty simple. Yeah. So, I reckon. I reckon we put a pin in this, and we revisit later on. We revisit later on. Yeah. Okay. That's good. But because honestly, just, we we could do this for. I reckon. Look, we could, and you know, we don't want to. Um. Yeah. Let's let's not spoil our dinner. No. No. To finish us off, speaking of dinner, Mm. Argentinian superstar Lionel Messi has signed a contract through the 2025 MLS season with 
Inter Miami, mm-hmm. the major soccer league team owned by English superstar and zero-time World Cup winner David <laughs> Beckham. The 36-year-old striker who sparked Argentina to a World Cup title last year in Qatar, mm-hmm. costing Australia a shot at glory, mm-hmm. was unveiled a few weeks ago and has started in unreal fashion, well, kicking a stoppage time winner. Yep, it was great. Thanks for coming. Um, I mean, this is... It's always hard to see tell in America what's a flash in the pan and what might might actually make a bit of change in terms of... Um, you know, whether they actually start to get more involved in the beautiful game. Um, but there's certainly, be a, certainly been a shitload of hype. This is, this is, this is, and when you see, especially with NBA teams, mm. you go, oh, look at the, the, she's looking how much she's paid for that team, or yeah. they've paid for this team. This is why sports, like franchise ownership, is so, like, it is so sought after. Yeah. Like, what, what signing this one player did to mm. that the value of that team? Yeah, I think was I don't have the exact numbers. Well, it's a really um, commercially a really interesting time because um, I don't know if you know, but like Apple TV. Yeah, I was going to touch on this. Ha- yeah, fund this. Mm. So this is a really it's a very complicated deal. It's a complicated deal, but it's also maybe the future of sport in a lot of regards. I think so because Mbappe. Um, mm. Yep. Has a similar deal with like PSG, yeah, where he owned like part of the part of the team almost. Yeah, but he's just been. Have you seen his offer for the to, to go League? to Al Halal? Yeah, for seven hundred and fifty million. <laughs> seven hundred and fifty million. That's quite a lot. LeBron James' entire earnings on court mm. uh, so far in a what nearly twenty year career. Yeah, uh, five hundred. I think it's like five hundred thirty million. Yeah, and a- he's getting hit. One hit. He's getting that in one one year to go play in Al Halal. Mm. It's uh, sounds nice, mind boggling. Um, but yeah, I think the the whole Apple TV. I mean, for me, who someone who um, you know is quite invested in the industry is really interesting because it, it it sort of makes you think. Well, you know, how can they, like they want to obviously own a sport, mm. own an event? Yeah, how can they get it? People watching it. Well, that's just fork up money and get one of the best players who've ever done it. Yeah. Which is which is crazy because this this is going to open and you know I, I, like I'm very aware of the fact that we're talking about like the probably the goat, I guess. Um Palais yeah. yep. is probably considered the goat, but Messi and Ronaldo are probably he's, he's the, in the paddock chewing grass with them, yeah. He's yeah, he's definitely, you know, he's definitely got like a hairy chin. Yeah. So I'm it's so interesting now that like these new types of deals and it kind of once 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 it starts, yeah, it, that's it's like the snowball effect. Yeah, exactly. Once and especially if they see that it works. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not saying you know every every player is going to get, you know, ad, like ad, ad revenue or, or, or no, all no. this sort of stuff. But no. but it, like you know, I don't know if you've seen the Air movie, but you know where Jordan yeah. was the first to get a percentage of the mm, shoe great movie. You know, suddenly Messi's getting. You know, getting funded by um, a TV streaming company. Um, well, Apple's more than that, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it feels like a feels like a pivotal moment. Yeah, a new era in sport. And you know what? What that will do is CBA CBA agree, um, agreements mm. typically are like the the biggest thing that big leagues, the biggest hurdle for them to get over. Yeah, uh, 
and you know the owners typically always have all this power and whatnot and what we're seeing with like this just massive shift and you know i think it's largely soccer it's largely nba yep is that that that's that, that's not how that's not how it works now mm. you know you you might be paying lebron's paychecks lebron says something lebron gets it yep so if, yeah. you know if he's, if lebron says jump you say how high mm. uh, and it's it's going to it's going to create a lot of issues for leagues, for owners of teams going yep. into these CBA agreements because they're going to have to take, they're going to have to make massive changes. Yeah, a lot of concessions. And the landscape changes so quickly. Like mm. what you sign now in two years' time might be... Be uh, worth nothing. Yeah, or something's been made redundant by a new thing or... Yeah. So... Well, well that's what I think with, with like um, Beckham. I know he didn't win a World Cup, but he's kind of won... He's won on this. I th- yep. I'm pretty sure... So he's like a, I think he's 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 a part of a group that owns the team. Yeah, and I think they paid like a hundred mil. Yep, and I think the the valuation and it didn't go from a hundred to to five hundred overnight, but I think it's it's at five hundred now. Yeah, like after getting messy, it's obviously taken a huge clip. Yeah, like you talk about social media engagements, they've they've gone from say four hundred thousand followers to ten million. Yep. Um, that is just a that's massive. That's that is massive. a money pit. Yeah, and then you got but then you got things like Welcome to Wrexham as well, which is a different way of you know like Disney got involved in there. I, I just feel like maybe this is the moment where soccer does get a little bit of a, a foothold in the states. We'll I see. think there is going to be something like that for into this, Miami. Yeah, oh, well, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah. So look. Like hats off, hats off to them. Like, Absolutely. Um, corny name into Miami, like the yeah, uh, copying the European whatever. Yeah. It's America, I guess it has to be corny. But yeah, you're right. It's it's this is a this is a pivotal moment. Yeah, I um, think so too. What we're gonna see, what we're gonna see now moving forward is just gonna be crazy, sh- crazy shit. Yeah, especially yeah, especially in, with the Saudi. Sport yeah. washing money that's coming as mm. well. Because how how does the rest of the world compete with that money? Well, you, you can't really. Yeah. But also, and like you got other things like the actors and uh, actor and writers strike currently happening in Hollywood. Yeah. Means that content's got to dry up, or suddenly mm. live sport becomes even more valuable, even more yeah. profitable. Yeah. It's a safe bet. There's just a whole lot of different um, parts to this, which is yeah. Yeah. Intriguing. It is very intriguing. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Yep. Um, that's the headlines for uh, for this portion Consider of the Consider yourself up to date. <laughs> Consider yourself informed. Well, this is this is look. This has been long awaited. This is going to be a special edition of this. This is um, a treat. Yep. Uh, we know what it is. It's yep. the stock market. Let's get into it. Oh. Tonight we're going to be talking about the stock market as a... Really? A woo for the stock market. I was just trying to figure out what the hell was going on in the stock market. Would you like to start proceedings, my friend? I kind of do. Yeah, well, let's do it. (sighs) My first buy is someone who's known as the thief of English happiness. (laughs) <laughs> the Ashes Assault Rifle, the American Bison, 
Oh, yes. It is Mitchell J. Marsh. Great buy. Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. He's like a FIFO worker. Yep. Just coming out of coming out of the mines in Perth. Yep. Goes to make a, an assault like uh, run a ball hundred. Yep. And break the hearts of the English. He did. And then he just pisses off. Yeah, and he's, he's doesn't done. need to play a test outside no. of the Ashes. No. Honestly, the Bison, the big man. What a what an unbelievable. The it's unsung, a great story. It is because he was an unsung hero the last time. Yeah. Taking his Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep. That is one of the best hundreds I've ever seen. He bludgeoned them. He absolutely destroyed it on a pitch where it didn't look like anyone was going to make double figures. Yeah. Like, how often do we talk about intent? Um, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. Right? Have some, or maybe, maybe personally, yeah, we true, talk true, about true. when we're watching it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poorly phrased by me. Uh, we we sort of talk about those those lull periods in the test where we're like. That's why Travis Head is so good. Yeah. He's struggling, but he's got the the intent yeah. to score. Yeah. Gee whiz. Um, off, honestly. No, I couldn't be happy. I mean, especially, I know if you saw that clip where, you know, he was talking about that press conference. He was like, mm. uh, a lot of Australia hate me and blah, 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 blah. And it was just, I think it was probably more. It's a real and moment. I, yeah. And I never, I don't think, I've never hated him, but I've always thought that maybe the public were just frustrated. They could see the potential. And he just yeah. never wasn't quite consistent with that potential. But um, it, it's great that he's, for him, to feel like he's conquered that mountain. Question without notice. Do you think Australians are harder on all-rounders than any other than any other position in cricket? I'd say on par with opening batsmen. Good call. I feel like ever since F- Freddie Flintoff yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. ruined us, Yeah. Our mindset towards all rounders from a actual yeah yeah crick- cricketing head honcho yeah. thing has been we need to find an all rounder yeah, we, we need, need to f- find a clone we need um, to find a clone and we and we look you never like we we may never we're like I think Cam Green looks great and he's struggled in this series but mm. he's already you know he's made a ton against India he's taken a five for, I think he's going to be a great all rounder he's still very young still learning the test caper the 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 tools are there yeah absolutely and it doesn't you know, Freddie Flintoff wasn't a gun first game. It took mm. him a long time to get good. No, hundred percent. I I think it's just that you when you. Ex- but yeah, you're right. We've always had that expectation that you need to. We be need one of these Flintoff yeah. standards straight away. Yeah. Yeah, and like I I think this is getting way off topic here, but I'm okay with it. We probably didn't. We probably judged Shane Watson a lot harder than what mm. we, what we what we should have. Um, well, Shane Watson was the double threat. He was an all-rounder and an opening batsman, so he I know. he caught a lot of it. Yeah, and the uh, the first hundred he made was in the test that Pakistan threw. Um, oh, whoops, <laughs> whoopsies! <laughs> Thanks for that. But Mitch, oh, yeah, that, great. That press conference was so real. Yeah, uh, the the amount of pressure for someone like him in mm. his career. To come in at that moment, yeah, it was amazing. that takes some big bison oh, yeah. balls. It does some BBs, <laughs> uh, no BBB, um, BBs, yeah. And by all reports, he's a he's a great cracking fella. Yeah, really good human. So, um, but yeah, you're right. It was it was one of the all time great Australian Test mm-hmm. innings in an Ashes. Yeah, and maybe in Test cricket. I think we've said this before. Like we we don't really remember those like. I remember his hundred against like South Africa. Like nah. th- this is what we well, the remember. The stakes were high. 
Yeah, this is what we remember. Stakes were high here. Yeah. Ball swinging, overcast, shit pitch, yeah. shit Duke's ball. You've, you've had Smith fail. You've had Marnus fail. Yeah. You've had, you know, all these top class world ICC Best batsmen cricket, in the world. cricketers failing. Who's going to stand up? The Bison will. The Bison will. Mm-hmm. So tip of the cap to the Bison. Yep. That's my first buy. Great buy. Love it. Yours? My first buy is Chris Bowen. That's right. You, my friend. I'm buying you. Interesting. You were the canary in the coal mine when you alerted the world, both uh, podcast world and world in general, that English bowler Ollie Robinson <laughs> was marinated <laughs> in flog sauce. Wasn't he ever? Whoa. And at the time... It was before the ashes, and you early. and you and you had a real crack at him, and I and honestly, I was like, "Geez, he's heated about this Ollie Robinson bloke." I don't, you know, don't really Red know free. much about him. And then didn't he show his true colours oh, almost yeah. instantly in the uh, Ashes series? And I was like, you know what? Credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. I'm buying my man Chris Bowen Thank for you. alerting us to the fact that Ollie Robinson. Is dripping, a tosser. Dri- oh, dripping, marinated, dripping in toss sauce. sauce. Oh. And like, let uh, thank that. That is actually that. That's that means a lot. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, that's, that uh, that's a pleasure, my friend. I wasn't, yeah, was usually expecting to be on the other the back end of the this segment. You, you know me. I'll always, I'll always <laughs> give credit where it's due. Yep, uh, like you did with Ollie. Um, but like, what an idiot! Like. The send off to Kawaja when he's, <laughs> when, like he's when he's made a hundred and eighty, trying to fight him too. Yeah, and and also just like he's got that is a bit of racist history with his tweets. Yeah, you know, it's just it's like, come on, mate. You can you know, come you, on. You're you can a, tell you're a, you're a plum pudding. That's a hundred percent. Like know. I have said some. Oh, I've said some real, real <laughs> some. I've had a real crack at him behind closed doors. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, but honestly, what a I love being right. Like <laughs> I love being right. Like honestly, yeah. yeah. He provided absolutely zero in this series. Yeah, look, he's, absolutely look, zero. He 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 bowled out some okay overs and whatnot, but generally, I mean, he didn't play the last test. So I took three you, for thirty-one game. Tells you okay. everything you need to know about where he's at. I suppose can't be that hard. No, nah, no. Nah. He and was just he was just treading water for uh, Wokes and Wood to come back, I suppose. And what we typically see with people uh, with a larger build trying to tread water is they can't tread water for long. They tend to go under. So, they yeah. Sink. Ollie, see you later. Yep. See you later. So that's my first buy. You. That's a good buy. one. Thank you. I love, obviously, it's a good one. <laughs> uh, my second buy is being a supporter of a team that has a keeper that doesn't keep at an under-12s development level that needs a backstop. Like, how good is that? Yeah, it's, how it's good fun. Is, how good is having a keeper when the ball comes to you, they catch it? Yep. Yeah, it's, um, generally generally the, the required role of that position yeah. is to um, like sort of catch as opposed to just stop. For those who aren't sure what my actual buy is, it's... Not having Johnny Bearstow yeah. in our team. Yeah. So that's my second buy because mm. I thought it was too easy to sell. Um, true, true. Sir, Sir Johnny. So you're, you're buying the fact that he was uh, conceived and... In England. Given birth to in England, yeah. Yeah. So look, it would be a very easy sell. Um, yep. Yep. But 
my God, that may be this may be the worst keeping performance we're ever going to see in a series since that series against Pakistan with Cameron Akmal, who was throwing the game. Yeah, yeah. He was taking money to drop catches, and we've got old fat sausage red red hair hands here, <laughs> just trying to slap it like it's a monkey. Well, um, yeah, like they're symbols. Um, yeah. What do you think of him being stranded on 99 just out of interest? <laughs> That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been... I don't think I've ever been happier <laughs> in my life to see that. Because I could kind of see what was happening. Mm. You know, like, yep, they're going to declare he's once, running he, get, out of partners. once yeah. he gets to 100. He's running out of partners. Look, maybe if he was a little fitter... He probably would have scored a little bit quicker. I know he did. Turns, kind of, it turns a single into a two here. Maybe. Yeah, right. Or maybe he turns a dot ball into a single. Because he's not very quick. Yeah. Uh, he's got, oh, he's a sore ankle. Uh, but I've got to say, he's been, he, he, he probably has been the headline. Like, he just, like, that first, that Lord's test was such a bizarre test. But then, like, like there's no need for him to carry that protester off. Oh, but, he's got a sore ankle. But he did. But he did yeah. Which was With a hilarious. sore ankle. <laughs> it was hilarious. Then he gets... You know, then he gets famously stumped. Have we talked about the stumping? We haven't talked about the stumping. Just I know this is old news, so mm. I don't want to go on too long about it. But where do you stand on it? Fair play? Uh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Alex Carey had the ball yeah, for and threw it. Less than a second, yeah. He threw it in one motion while he, yeah. was still, while he was still in his crease. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, he's alert enough yeah. to do it. And so, all of the all of these piss babies mm. like Brendan McCullum, gee whiz! I mean Brendan McCullum. Oh my god! I don't know what I don't know. Yeah, where uh, do you stand on that? Because he had one. He's got he's got some receipts oh, he's from got, the way he played. This is what I was talking about earlier with the whole hypocrisy of it all. But McCullum to say, "Oh, we won't be having beers with him." It's like, come on, cool. mate. Cool, I don't give a shit. Go have your microwave beers be, be, by yourself. Be another New Zealander who just keeps losing to Australia. Like you change your colours, but exactly, you still, but you still get the same result. Yeah, exactly. It was Suki Lala. Yeah, no, look, yeah, fair play. Um, you know, I, I must admit, initially when it first happened, I was like, well, you could almost treat it like a man cat and just say, "Hey, Johnny, mate, you keep coming out of your crease. Once more, we'll have a go at it." But, mm. but then I thought, no, fuck it, it's England. No, fuck it, it's England. Fuck it, he tried to do it the day before. Yeah. But he's got those fat sausage fingers <laughs> where he can't throw the ball properly, can't catch the ball. It's amazing he even caught the ball, mm. to be honest. So, no, look, uh, 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 to say it's on the, to say, oh, yeah, it's not in the spirit. Like, what, what, what is the spirit of the game? Well, the spirit of the game is not booing Steve Smith as he comes out for his 100th test match, yeah. um, which the English did as well. I mean, the spirit of the game is to be, um, you know, gentlemanly, for whatever whatever that means now, um, and, you know, uphold the spirit of the law, Which and part of that is respecting the umpire's decision. Okay. So spirit, let's, let's, let, me try, let me try and work this out. So i driving through a school zone... Mm-hmm. For most of the school zone, I'm going 40. Mm-hmm. But at the end, I go to 50 and I get pulled over. Mm-hmm. Can I say to the police officer, that's not in the spirit of the law because I didn't do it for the whole time? Well, it doesn't matter. So that I, I'm just trying to work out what the spirit means and how yeah. I can apply it to everyday life. An analogy, yeah. Um, 
I don't think you can. No, well, it's yeah, it's it's basically um, not being able to pick and choose when you decide to honor the spirit of the game, whatever yeah. that means. Like when Mitchell Stark takes a catch, yeah, exactly. And then you cry about the laws the day after. Anyway. Yeah, well, oh. interesting, very interesting, mm. but uh, good bye. Yeah, not having Johnny Bears though. Yeah, <laughs> on my team. Um, quick, keeping with the cricket theme, uh, my next buy is Richard Ricky Ponting. Um, the man's a cricket savant, mm-hmm. and he sees things not many others see, and he articulates it in such a great way. He's, uh, I love his special comments. I reckon he's one of the best special commenters um, he's in the world in any sport. Uh, keeps a level head. But we need to do whatever it takes to make this man Australian coach. Oh, agreed. We we just need, yeah. after this Ashes series, we'll have a, you know... Debrief. We'll debrief. We'll get in the, you know, room full of mirrors and have a look at ourselves and see what we can do better. But just make him Australian coach, please. Agreed. Because not only will he have the tactics um, down pat, but he'll keep a level head mm-hmm. and he'll be able to just... Um, in a... In a and articulate to the Australian people what's going on as well. Like, I, I'm off Andrew McDonald, as you know. Same. But, like, from last time, but I'm really off him. Like, yeah, big I time. I just can't, I just, yeah. I, I'm actually just, it's it's hard to watch yeah, we tactics can, at the moment. Yeah. And you can't just blame Pat Cummins for the tactics. No, no, no. Otherwise, why have coaches? Yeah. So, I'm... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I got some thoughts on that, which right, we can. So I'll, I'll I'll stay away from McDonald, but I'll, all I'll say is Ricky Ponting, special comments, grouse, mm-hmm. um, legend. Let's make him Australian coach. Yeah, no, well said. I think this has happened before. I think it's going to happen for the second time. What's this? My last buy mm-hmm. is Richard. Oh, Richard Ponting. Love it. Well, my entire. Ash's campaign has basically been me sitting here laying, telling Nasser Hussein, telling Mark Butcher, telling Kevin Peterson, telling all these English flogs mm. to and South Africans, sorry, uh, to to shut the front door. Yeah, because it's been painful. Yeah, just been it's just been little wobbly chin. Yeah, crap. And oh, you know who else has been bad? The Sri Lankan. Um, oh, Kumar Sangakkara. Oh, he's the worst. He's bloody brown nose in the English. One hundred percent. When I started hearing, when I started hearing him talk, I didn't know it was him. I was like, "Who the fuck's this?" <laughs> and when I saw him coming, I was like, "What are you? What are you jumping on their bandwagon yeah, for?" Uh, it's very Jesus very Christ. Enjoying. I know you're. I know you're on the um, Sky broadcast in England. I get it, but geez, just geez, have some fucking professionalism. Have some respect, man. I, there, there is, I could talk about Ricky Ponting yeah, please. for four years. Okay. I could talk about him for an Olympic cycle. Yep. I'm just going to give you one moment. Mm-hmm. Remember when Joe Root made like 40? <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this is, I forgot to mention this is yeah. so good. Yep. And uh, he went out. Yeah. He went out to Nathan Lyon trying to like, trying to force a shot that wasn't there. Yep. And, and then Kevin Peterson at the lunch break was just, just... Yeah. Oh, unbelievable! Never yeah. seen before. Australia didn't know what to do. And when and you know when he's when he got personal. Yeah. Because he pointed. It's a you lot. He said you lot. Yeah. And that's when Ricky. Yeah. Snapped. <laughs> and he was just like, 
he's made 40 and he's out now. The yeah. way, the tone, the delivery, oh, it everything. Was massive alpha dog vibes. It was the biggest alpha moment I yeah. think I've ever seen in my it was life. So good. So good. That really sums up England's mentality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They think they've won when they haven't won. It's 40. Yeah. No, like yeah. Joe Root in that 40. Is that not the best use? Like, let's say Stokes when he made his 150. Yeah. Right? Stokes when he made his 150. I think that 40, no one's looked better. He's gone out. Mm. And they're still going, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. Yeah. That sums up the English mentality. It's just saying, like, you know, the fact that after the first test, they're like, we felt like we, we'd we won, you know. Yeah, we, cool. We played an entertaining game and blah, blah, blah. It's like, and you did. But you lost 1-0. Like, uh, you, you, you lost. You're down 1-0. Yeah. That mentality is ridiculous. I felt like I had hair this morning. <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of a score check. I don't. Yeah, exactly. 1-0 bald. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, but Ricky Ponting, yeah, that was one of the great alpha dog moves I've ever seen. Yeah, and that's that's not the only reason why I'm buying him. He's just, his commentary... Yeah, first class. In his entirety, he's been first class. And I think when you when you lose a player like Ricky Ponting, right, you, you get you get nostalgia, you watch YouTube highlights. Yeah. You, know, you wake up in the middle of the night crying, going, <laughs> I want to watch one more Ricky 100. Having him like commentate, yeah, and having a photo with him, I think it doesn't give me closure because I don't need closure, yeah. But it keeps him like close. It, it keeps him close to it keeps me. Keeps the candle burning. It keeps the candle burning. I want my Ricky Ponting candle to burn until I die. Yeah, like when I die, and like I'm happy for this to be like a kind of part of my will and testament. Mm-hmm. I actually want the photo of me and Ricky Ponting to be on the top. Of my coffin, and I want this not to be morbid, and this hat. Okay. Like, I don't think that's asking much. No, it's easy. That's how much Ricky Ponting means to me. We can sort that out. Yeah. Um, It's funny. Yeah, I think the reason why he's... uh, He's able to... The great special comments people are able to tell you why it's happening, not Mm. what's happening. Yeah. A lot of commentators will tell you what's happening. It's like, yeah, I'm watching the TV, mate. I can see what's happening. Yeah. Why is it happening? And he just does it brilliantly. Yep. No, he does. Um, Couldn't have said it any better myself. Well, there you go. A rare double buy. Uh, My last buy quickly is um, Harley Reid. Oh, yeah. Nice. And I'm buying him because uh, if it's true, as it was reported, that he's told West Coast he doesn't want to go over there. I get the whole, you know, draft situation and, you know, if everyone said they didn't want to go, then the whole draft falls over and blah, 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 blah. But I would rather a kid be up front with a club mm. and say, my current thinking is I don't want to fly over the mm-hmm. other side of the country, play for what is currently a basket case mm-hmm. of a club. You know, I'd rather mm-hmm. stay at home. I'd rather that honesty then. then <laughs> Well, my, well, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Would you rather that that happen, like a kid be honest and say he doesn't want to fly to the other side of the country, or would you rather have a Horn Francis type situation where he doesn't really say it, but um, almost immediately um, cues in the rack and he wants to go home? And, and I'm not picking yeah. on Horn Francis. I'm just... No, no. This, no. Is, this is a... No, it's just one of those like, you're like, hey, I bought you, so now I'm going to give you a little bit of a smack. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's great. No, no, no. It's, it's a great question because 
And and here's the here's the problem with here's the problem with it being a Victorian um or no, sorry, not here's the the, the strength, right? And it mm. being a, a Victorian born player. Yep. As opposed to say it's a uh, a South Australian player or a player from WA. Yeah. Uh, if you're West Coast, in my opinion, you're you're bonkers if that conversation's been had. Mm-hmm. You're bonkers if you still try and draft him. See, I would. It's interesting because you normally bottom of the ladder for a reason because you, mm. you, you shits hit the fan. Um, but West Coast of all the clubs, so powerful, so much money, so much resources. I reckon they can turn it around pretty quickly, mm, potentially. Agreed. Um, I would, I'd back in the club and just go, we're going to take you, Harley, and um, you play your best footy, and after two years, whatever it is, um, if you want to go back home, we'll trade you for some good currency. Like, I, I just think yeah. you're mad if you don't take him. Yeah, look, I, 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 I can only say what I would do. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm just thinking from, uh, and we're not privy to the conversation. No, 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 no. And he, here's here's my here's my thinking, rather than going your avenue, which I think is there's a lot of merit to it. Uh, if you're doing this pre-draft, you've got you've got almost every, you've got well not almost every you've got most teams can do it from a salary cap point of view, from a financial sense. You go two years ahead, let's say he, which uh, I think it's probably expected that he has an absolute um, brainstorming couple yep. of years. Yep, he's going to price himself out, probably currency wise, from a salary cap and probably from a trade value point of view. Yep, I just think trading from the draft, you can get a whole ton of these, you know, future picks, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, true. Before he's even played. Yeah, the next. So this draft isn't. I don't think. I think the next draft is pretty heavy on WA based talent. Right, okay. Yep. So they might be. Well, again, yeah. This is stuff that so they're forecasting is, as opposed to. Well, now that you can trade for this stuff, mm. this is this is this is probably why I would do it. Yeah. You, there's I think three or four really good WA based players who expected to go the first round. Yeah. It's a guy Daniel Curtin, who made the All Australian uh, team after the carnival. He looks he looks ripe and ready to go. Yeah, like uh, yeah. So if you can turn Harley, so you're saying if you can turn Harley Reid into two first round picks this year and a first round pick next year, which is heavy WA talent. Yeah, that that's three. You know, maybe potential ten year. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I I suppose. Yeah, for me, it's just more about the that. You know, do you know? Do you want the kid to be honest with you and upfront, or do you want the kid to? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. you do, don't you? Yes. Yeah. And then you, and then it's on you to make that decision. And it, it doesn't mean you can't take him. It just, it just means he's he's put his cards on the table, and it's up to you to change his mind, I suppose. Yeah, and I think like we we spoke about it with the Leo Messi thing, right? Like mm. ten years ago, we never would have said this was going to happen with a number one pick, right? Yeah. But like. The landscape's changing. Yeah, uh, yeah. The players are having more say than the ever. The players have more say. The players have more power. Like, and and you know, this is this is where the um the dinosaurs have their. Oh, I don't want a player who's who's got who's got that attitude. I want. Yeah. I want someone who brings his lunch pail and he gets to work. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. 
prefer to be honest, it's a business. Yeah, exactly. It and is it's more than a big business. More than anything, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, if I, I would trade him, but I see merit into I see merit into yours because if he's if he has an absolute unbelievable first two years, that that brings in a where he where you can say go to a club. Well, then he becomes like the Chris Judd scenario, you know. Into yeah. not as old as Judd, but you know, you get yourself a first, you a, a Josh Kennedy, a Josh Kennedy, a real a, high prospect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you get the best, best of both worlds. So, yeah, look, I'm all the power to him. Yeah, I'd be intriguing to see what West Coast end up doing. Um, but again, you know, as you say, they'll be for, forecasting not just this year's draft, but yep. the draft next year. So. Yeah, and like I, I, I back, I back them in to make a good decision. Yeah, I would too. I, I Although think I think the there's going to be a lot of head rolling at West Coast end this year. I think it's already started. It's already started, but there's going to be some. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be some a bit of a clean out. Yeah. So, but yeah, you can't argue they've got resources. They've got everything. Oh, they got yeah. They're definitely the most. They're definitely the most resource heavy club in the comp. Yeah, easily. So yeah, watch I don't know space. what. Yeah, very much. What's this space? Now, now we're on to sales. Now we're selling. My first sell. God, this feels good. My first sell is having Brett Lee break your arm, and then being ghosted by Megan Markle. <laughs> Do you know who I'm selling? Is it Piers Tears? It is. Where? 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 He's, well, he's good at making, um, he's good at sort of bringing attention on himself, isn't he? Isn't he? And does he not look like the bottom of my shoe? <laughs> my God. Never have, I've said this before, never have we come across a bigger bunch of piss babies than yep. English English people around this. He's leading the bus. Yeah, he's he's hasn't... Um he hasn't shined any glory on himself, and not that it was much glory to be sh- shone. <laughs> Honestly, looked like a, he looked like a four hundred over net, net ball using net training. Yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah. Again, it's all very hypocritical as well. You know, yeah. The stuff like, that they've previously gloated and, um, you know, um, uh, talked about as being fair and reasonable is now not is, because is now in, done it. Is now them. the biggest injustice. Yeah, it's funny. Can I quickly tell a quick little story just before yeah, we go on? Absolutely. Um, so I had the privilege of um, this is a little name drop, so you'll have to pick this up later. But um, privilege of interviewing was a Macram for fifty I did, minutes. I did see that. I completely forgot about that. Ko, which was uh, awesome. Uh, also like left hander. Yeah, on, but honestly, one of my heroes growing up. Yeah, uh, I used to love um, how he bowled, him, and he was a great batsman as well. But um, and I said to him. Um, do you think the English are whingers? And he said, not whingers, but moaners. I don't know what the difference is. But his, <laughs> but his basic, he, he basically uh, said a quick story about how when they went over to England and they were reverse swinging the ball and getting these wickets, the English were calling it cheating. Yeah, right. But then when Wasm and a, I don't know if it was Waka Yunus, but it might have been him or another one, were playing county cricket. Yeah. They were teaching the English bowlers how to do reverse swing. That's that's crazy. And then the English bowlers started doing started it. Started doing it. And they were like, it's an art form. <laughs> and he was just saying that that sort of hypocritical, yeah. um, if it's not us, it's not right sort of mentality has been going on for quite a long time. So I found that quite interesting. But yeah. that, is a great, that is a great story. I had no idea that they were like getting upset about uh, 
Yeah, reverse swing when reverse he was and he when he was a young fella and he was. It's your, it's your goal. It's your cricket balls that are doing this. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, oh gee, we but no, back to Piers. Um, you know, yeah. Look, Brett Lee broke his arm in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Very funny. I watched that video a lot. <laughs> I watched that video after you watched the Ricky Ponting. Ones. After I watched the Ricky Ponting videos when I'm upset, I then watched that to put a bit of a smile on my face. He charged Brett Lee. Yeah. Yeah, but that was silly. Yeah, that's um, and then, yeah, Meghan Markle ghosted him, and then he got all upset about that, like, as if she wasn't going to ghost you, man. Like, seriously. Yeah, who do you think you are? Come he on. looks like, the, I said, he looks like the bottom of my shoe mm. after I've stepped on something at the dog park. <laughs> uh, so that's my first sell, is, yeah, good, uh, good sell. is not having Brett Lee break your arm and not being ghosted by the princess of... Well, apparently there's trouble in paradise there too, not that I uh, really care, but... Yeah, no, we don't. We're not royal watchers. We're not. We're not. We're, we're not. not. Um, my first sell is well, what comes up must come down. It's Chris Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a good uh, twenty minutes. Well, good. It was good while it lasted. And I was going to save this for later uh, in the year, but I thought the synergy uh, of a buy and a sell was too uh, good to ignore. But um, it's time to. It's time to pay the piper for all those people. And honestly, you're probably collateral damage here. But all those people who said at the start of the year that Collingwood couldn't win the flag, wouldn't make the eight. Now that Collingwood have locked in a top four spot, guaranteed of playing two finals. I think... Are you going to ask me again? Can Collingwood win the flag? Uh... Ten reasons why I don't think <laughs> a thread. <laughs> no, I, and I, as I say, you're collateral damage because at least you didn't write an, a whole article about how Collingwood would miss the eight, like Caroline Wilson did. Oh, what's your um, arrow, Caro? Yeah, cop that, Caro. <laughs> and you know, like Jordan Lewis, I said said Collingwood weren't going to make the eight, and even an old mate Max Lawton crunched the numbers and got Who? his. <laughs> Is that a mate of yours? Please tell me he is. <laughs> He's a journalist at Fox Footy. Yeah. Oh, is he? Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's not coming on here anytime soon. <laughs> He's, Sorry, He's Maxie. A, he crunched the numbers and got his algorithm panties in a twist. Oh, um, no, the Python but, was wrong. So I hope to everyone who uh, doubted the pies, they're enjoying the biggest show in town. But, um, yeah, look, as I said, the, the, the opportunity to... To cut you down after I brought you up was too good to refuse there. But um, this whole episode has made sense now. <laughs> where you were like, you're talking about the premiership pain and trying to seem level headed. I was like, geez, yeah. I'm impressed. Mm. He hasn't really given it to me about the Port Adelaide loss. Never, never been. And then he sold me and he's put me up on this little pedestal and I'm feeling good about myself. And then just like you're at school when you were when you're sitting on those plastic chairs, the school bully is coming. The school bully has kicked out one of the legs. It's snapped, and I've fallen back and smashed my head on the ground. Humpty off Dumpty the, off to the sick bay. Off to the sick bay with another concussion. Oh, I'll give you that. That was very well done. Oh, thank you. That's going to play well amongst the amongst the people. Oh dear. Ah, my next sell, and this is a really sad one. Having it rain all weekend during a long summer's weekend. (laughs) It's not fair. No, that's not fair. Especially in summer. Yeah, in summer it shouldn't rain all Saturday and all Sunday. And then be a nice day Monday. Oh, it was beautiful. (laughs) Did you see it? I shared it on my Instagram story. (laughs) I saw it only because you shared it. 
Oh, oh but oh, it just sucks. You're stuck mm. at home. The kids are going crazy. Yeah, just want to get them out uh, of the Dad's house. yelling at the TV. Yeah, he's upset. He's upset. Mum's in the kitchen trying to make her, um, what's the, crumpets and jelly or whatever they... Yeah, crumpets and... Um, some shit food Pudding there. or something. Yorkshire pudding. Yorkshire pudding. Oh, it tastes like crap. Yeah. Back to Glamorgan. Spotted oh. dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like it when it's wet and miserable. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my second buy. Sell. <laughs> second sell. I like it. Um, now, th- this... I'm selling... My next sell is fan superstitions. And I just found this interesting. And it's off the back... It just got me thinking off the back of... Um, when Australia looked like... This is before the Bison's innings, actually. When Australia looked like they were in trouble... You're a, this is a double would, sell of me. No, no, this is not... You specifically... You made me think of it, but the the whole, you know, I'm going to not try and jinx this by saying something, or I am going to jinx this if I do say something. Superstition mm. of fans. When you think about it, it's crazy, right? Like, it's... Yeah. You know, like, it's... I'm not saying it's narcissistic, but it is... It's ridiculous. It's like one person, me, you know, me doing something is going to affect an event the other side of the world. And again, this is not a you. This is because it happens everywhere, and there's so many superstitious people out mm-hmm. there. Um, and it brings me back to the umbrella under the indoors. That it's a superstition that my old, my old man has. And it's oh, a, really? I don't know if it's a Maltese thing or what. But if we opened an umbrella under the ceiling. Like I he did. would lose his shit. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I just find it hilarious these, you know, these little superstitions, and especially around sport. Um, the only time I think it actually is true is if, you know, for example, if you're batting out there and you know that in the change room, change rooms are in a certain way, and that affects the batsman like that. Yeah, okay, don't that, move if you're in the change that, room. Then that yeah. is it. That is not a superstition, more just something that the batsman's aware of. But yeah, everything else is for me. It's quite. It's quite um, humorous that people think that they can adjust or change the outcome of an event. Yes. And I'll tell you what I've told a lot of people. Mm. There are not enough therapists in this world <laughs> to fix what goes on during my head during a sporting event. Fair. Because I, and you know, the first thing I did was, well, and I've seen this a couple of times. Yeah. So Pat Cummins. Uh, Nathan Lyon run chase. Yes, yes. I didn't move. I I didn't move. Well, good on you for staying out because I I when well, Kerry went so out so many man hours when Kerry went out it was about it was close to three a.m. Mm-hmm. and I well I had a shoot in two days time I was flying to Sydney the next day and I was like if I don't go to bed now I'm I'm gonna be cooked yeah and I also don't want to see them celebrating this test y- win yeah. So, Good on you for sticking fat with it because that what a win that would have been to watch live. It was because I do, I do genuinely get like terrified that if I move. So when you say when you say you didn't move, does that mean like you you don't get a drink? No, nah, don't, don't pee. I need to pee so bad. <laughs> yeah, and and the first the first thing I did was. Uh, wait after the, wait the, wait the couch. No, the first, <laughs> first thing I did was urinate all over myself. <laughs> I went onto Facebook to see. Um, like what was going on? I don't even know why this went on. And there was like the first thing I saw was a, a guy uh, who used to coach me in footy, and he said like at whatever 
three thirty four in the morning. It would have been four. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, thank you to everyone for not moving. <laughs> and I very was like, good, I was good. like, at least, I, at least I knew I wasn't oh, alone. It's a very, very common thing. Yeah, I just find it. Yeah, it's quite fascinating. Really. Yeah, mm. but like I and I, I do, I like, I know as as I say it, it sounds so silly that I do genuinely think that when I move or if like a pizza gets here and I go up and get the pizza or I go get a drink, it changes the momentum. <laughs> it's like if there's a... It's like the butterfly effect or something. Yeah, like when Mitch Marsh came in and I, I, I didn't move. I mm. sat here and didn't move. And I was truthfully, because you went to sleep and I got pissed off. Well, because yeah. I was Because I was texting you. I was texting like three or four people. Mm. And the account of the show actually... Uh, he's he he's probably the reason why we almost lost because <laughs> last test he was like I'm done. He'd be like that's me. He'll go in. He'll go to bed at like at lunch. Yeah. And I'm like you're leaving me to you're leaving me to go through session two <laughs> by, myself. by myself. And he goes hopefully I don't wake up to like four or five wickets. And I'm like well, geez, you're leaving me mm. you're leaving me high and dry here. Yeah. So I was actually a little annoyed. And I think well, I, I mean, you know, sometimes you, I'd, I would love to stay up all the time, but but uh, the price you paid was you didn't get to see the best, one of the best hundreds. Correct, I only, time. I, only, I only watched the highlights. So that that's well, that's that's the thing you put in the hard yards, you get the rewards. Correct, I've had the rewards. Yeah, this time. So, um, but yeah, superstitions. Meh. Yeah, I'm so superstitious. Not funny. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite. It's mentally exhausting. I'll literally just move all over the couch just to... You make me sick. <laughs> How do you live, you heathen? <laughs> uh, that's a really good one. So you, right now you've sold me twice. Uh, well, in effect, yes. Yeah. My last sell, and mm-hmm. we've mentioned him, is... I, so I wanted to buy an alpha and I wanted to buy a cuck. <laughs> oh, sorry, I wanted to sell a cuck. Yeah. So I'm selling Kevin Peterson. Mm. The South African-born, Maori tribal sleeve-wearing, mm. English flog with one patch of blonde in his hair yep. and a mouth that never stops talking. Yep. Well, sell away. <sighs> Look, no, no doubt about this guy was a very good cricketer. Yeah, absolutely. Very good cricketer, but... Well, he's the opposite of Ricky Ponting in that, as I said to you, Ricky Ponting can tell you what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, why it's happening. He can't. He he can sort of tell you what's happening, but even then he can't really tell you what's he happening. He can't help himself. He can't definitely can't tell you why it's happening. Yeah. He's he got just, no idea. He just talks. He just actually talks. Yeah. I felt so bad for Mel Jones, who I think mm. is quite good as well. Yeah, she is, yep. She got. She's been stuck yeah, on the got, old. Um, yeah, she got. Yeah, she. The got, old toilet cleaning shift. That one being stuck with KP. <laughs> yeah, she's been very. She got the patience of a saint. She must. Oh. Have, um. Yeah. Look and and look. You know, it's funny because KP's had some serious digs at the English team, especially after the first two tests. Mm. Um, which is like good on him. Like he's he's he has to see a lot of these people, um, post the Ashes series and and have relationships with them. So. He's not afraid to speak. It's just that he speaks a lot. He speaks just too much. It's gibberish. Oh, it's absolute, oh, absolute rubbish. Mm. The yeah. th- it's like me trying to me trying to speak Finnish at three a.m. Yeah. Well, I, I'd probably back you in to do a better job. Probably. Uh, it's a pretty simple sell. 
Yeah, yeah. it is. But I bought an alpha. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, you bought the. <laughs> I bought the alpha dog. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm selling the the little the little shitty puppy. The simp. The the, the little simp puppy, <laughs> also known as Kevin. Uh, I also think Kevin is just like a crap name. Yeah, uh, no offense to any Kevins listening. No offense to any Kevins, but we it's love, just we love any Kevins are listening at the moment. I don't think off the top of my head. I don't think I really know any Kevins, but like uh, Ke- Kevin Spacey. Oh Ooh, Jesus, oh. Uh, Kevin Buddy Wilson. Yeah, um, it's just it's just kind Kevin, of Kevin Rudd. Yeah, I never got that nine hundred dollar rebate. Didn't you? No, I bought a PlayStation Three with one. It's jealous, jealous of that. Uh, Kevin's a crap name. Uh, blonde tips suck. Um, if you're born in South Africa, play for South Africa. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't get play for New Zealand. Yeah, don't get like a married tribal sleeve. Yeah, like culturally if you, inappropriate. If you grew up in like Glamorgan. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so he's, he's yeah, it's a bit going on with Kevin. dripping, marinating, marinated and flop sauce. <laughs> Absolutely. Now my three cells. Great cell, great Thanks. cells. My last cell, and I don't know if this has happened to you, and I don't know what I've done, and if it's something to do with. Zuckerberg, I'm sorry, Zuck, and please um, forgive me for he's whatever in I did. He's in shape now, so be careful. Yeah, he is. He's he's throwing he's throwing hands. Um, on Instagram, I'm selling this Instagram crap I've been getting where I get these little shit things come up on my feed. I don't subscribe to them. They just come up like suggested or whatever. It's like, it's something like, do you know who is missing you secretly? Third person in your share list but can't say it. I'm like, the fuck is this or you could win a million dollars but you have to fight the fifth person on your share list i'm like really i didn't ask for it i've never clicked on it i don't know what the fuck's happened but it is an absolute (laughs) virus on my instagram posts (laughs) i'm on my feed this is a trojan virus if i've ever heard and i don't know what's happened and it's oh and, and i'm just like what what no no, <laughs> unclick. It's put me off Instagram. Like I just, I'm like, I can't. That's probably not a bad thing. It may have helped. Maybe that's why it's happened. But I don't know if it's happened to anyone else. But some of this, shit, I don't even know what it meant. I was like, what's a third? I'm like, what's a fifth? And so I had to ask, and they're like, oh, it's the third person when you go to share it, they come up and you. What the? F-? Anyway, I, I don't know what's happened. Yeah, that's like the um, it's like the modern day um, send this email. Yeah, if, if you send don't, if you don't uh, again, talk about superstitions. If you don't yeah. send this email, then, you know, a um, hundred people will blah, 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 whatever it used to be. Question without notice, did you ever send one of those? No. Fuck no, I Not, that shit. There wasn't one? No. No. Never? Never. Never. Zero times. Okay, so I stopped sending them <laughs> after a few. <laughs> I did, uh, I would have sent a couple. Yeah, no, nah, not not never my bag. Yeah, my bag. yeah, no, I just I just wanted to check where you were on the superstitious. No, I'm not a super, yeah. no, no, superstitious no. man, as you just, probably can get. I just want to see if there was any. No, nah. I was like, if you don't send this now, then um, you know, the person you love will die. I was like, oh, go off you go, do your best. Yeah, it's like if you don't send this to ten people, you will get like extreme misfortune. It's like, well. I'm bald, fat, and ugly. So it's like, <laughs> so I must have missed the last thing. Yes, yeah, so, so I must have missed a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm. I guess I'm definitely not sending this one. Yeah, what else well, is going to happen? Yeah, look, I don't, so I don't know. It, it sounds like it might just be me, but for God's sakes, oh, please make it stop. Yeah. Anyway, the that's algorithm's in, gone off. It's nut. That's interesting. Did you did you have a look at Threads? 
while we're talking about Zuckerberg. Yeah, I signed up to Threads like in that sort of the massive forty eight hour of yeah when three million people signed up. Um, I haven't really looked at it since, to be honest. It's and I, I've never had. I've noticed I've got no new followers. I'm not following anyone new. Yeah, same. It's like it's died off. It looks pretty crap, to be honest. I think people who are just posting on Twitter then just copy-pasting it on threads and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think people are just waiting till Twitter actually officially dies. Mm. Well, yeah. it's being rebranded as X. Yeah, what? Uh, because of the um, the AFL success they had with it. <laughs> That's, that's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, maybe there'll be some super <laughs> super goals at the on the X socials or something. I don't know. But oh, uh, you've done me with that comment. <laughs> you've absolutely done me with that comment. <laughs> oh, she whiz. So, oh, I can't wait to have that back. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's that's that is crap behaviour. I don't really spend too much time on. I'm a I'm a terrible responder. On Instagram, mm. I'm a terrible responder. Uh, actually, all forms of communication. Yep. Text, I'm my best. Mm-hmm. But Facebook Messenger, if it's not a group chat, I won't reply. Yeah. WhatsApp, I'm okay. Twitter, I check once a month. Yeah, look, I'd, I'd so much love to get off the social media teat, but I just, it's so ingrained now. It's very yeah. hard to stop looking. I've, I've definitely cut back. Yeah, maybe Twitter turning into X and Threads not doing anything will help. And then Instagram giving me these shit algorithm yeah. stuff. So. Gee whiz. So anyway. you've sold Chris, Chris, <laughs> Zuckerberg. Yeah, and Elon. And Elon. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to fight. Yeah, I heard that. At the Coliseum, potentially? Yeah, right. What a, I mean, Jesus, talk about a who gives a fuck event. Talk about, talk about fucking. Will you watch? The, the, no. No, I won't. I will rather forward those emails. <laughs> uh, a good way to finish. Yeah, I think so. That's a maybe. <laughs> oh, who knows? Who knows? We've been waffling. Who, who yeah, knows? no, it's, a, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so yeah, that is this episode's stock macret. Well. This has been a fun episode. It has been fun. It's uh, it's been a little while between drinks, which is so it's always good to catch, yeah, catch it, up and it is and get one out there. Yeah, it's. I know we say this every time we do an episode because it, it is. It's hard for both of us during our full season. Mm. You're mm. working a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm working a lot. But it's you know we appreciate anyone that listens. It's we what do. It's all about. You don't win a premiership in July, but you can <laughs> listen to us. Stella. <laughs> Potty, uh, Kenny. You can. So, for those people who are unaware mm. of the joke you just made. Oh, well, yeah, it was a joke, I suppose. Made by a jokester. Ken Hinckley, Port Adelaide head coach, mm-hmm. uh, said in a press conference that, uh, you know, Collingwood's very good at calling themselves number one. It's all mm. good to call himself number one, but. Yep. Being the number one team in July means four fifths of doesn't stand for much. Doesn't stand for much. What about the number one team in August, Ken? Mm, here's the thing that was sent to me several times. <laughs> so full disclosure, Saturday night I was belligerently drunk, mm. um, which is which is fair. Yeah. You're in Newcastle. What else are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. I was in a Guzmani Gomez at like midnight. Mm. Honestly, just fighting for dear life. Yeah. 
I got sent that quote by people a couple of times. How often have you heard me jump on the Ken Hinckley choo-choo train? Not, not at all. You're always throwing a, rotten fruit at it. Yeah, don't send me stuff. If you're sending me stuff like that, do do yourself a favor. Abuse me, sure. <laughs> abuse me. Tell me my football team sucks. Tell me to go eat a. a a, pe- a part of genitalia. Mm. Do whatever you have to. Don't send me that. Yeah, nah. You, you, you've never been a, a, a Ken Stan. Yeah, a, as if I'm the one who, as if I was at the press conference sitting yeah. next to him going, fuck yeah, Kenny. But in fairness, I did love it. I love that Maynard, um, you know, put it on the line and love Kenny responded, it added to the theatre. I'm sure the ratings were off their nut. Um, yeah, and and I'm as sure Craig, a great game and as um, our Lord and Savior Craig McRae said after the game, like he wants to see more of it. Like don't don't squash that. Let people have their personality. Let them be authentic. Let them say what they want, and it's add to the theatre. Um, so hopefully, it's a it's a step change for our media, mm. and we and we don't try to cut these people down when they say something like that. We celebrate it for what it is, which is entertainment. Do you think it's crazy that as Australians, uh, we love not me? We love the NBA so much, mm. and the, the the drama that comes with the yeah, NBA and the, and the culture of speaking their mind. And, yeah, but but for AFL firing shots, AFL's like, oh no, don't for do it, AFL no. for our it's game. Such a different mentality. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah. It's the same people. Exactly, the same people that follow both. Yeah, no, exactly right. It is very strange, actually. Mm. But hopefully, oh look, as long as people are setting their ways, they're going to be. Very, I mean, we still bounce the bloody ball in there. Start a game, oh. so it's, it's going to take a while for. <laughs> yeah, let's change. let's let's not even open that. It's good we tried to open that can of worms yeah. before, and we had the old the bouncists, you know, Bounce. coming for us every yeah. every which way. The cult. They came for us every which way that like, the ball like actually bounce. goes when they bounce. Yeah, <laughs> recall, please. I'm throwing it up. Please nominate. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. uh, but uh, yeah, look, I don't know. I don't know. We'll try and get another one of these out. Oh soon. yeah, there'll be a yep. Uh, hopefully, early August edition. We've got uh, the fifth test coming up. Yeah, well, the the Ashes will be run and one. Uh, the women's FIFA World Cup will probably be mm-hmm. run and one. Um, any thoughts on the fifth test? How do you think it'll play out? I just hope they play uh, Murphy. They, they need to play a spinner. As yes. A, and I think at the time when Nathan Lyon went down, it, it did feel like a Glenn McGrath moment. And, and it did. It's sort of, they're lucky to get away with it, to be honest, because he's such an important part of that side. Yeah. And the trust they didn't have in Murphy was a bit concerning because I don't, if he's not the next in line. And I actually thought he bowled well, but mm. he just bowled at the wrong time. Yeah, and again, the tactics there were well. Do we do we want shocking. to before we go? Do we want to quickly touch on the the tactics side of thing? Because I know this has been a an episode filled with you know taking the Mickey Mouse out of mm. um, a pretty average, pathetic sporting country and nation overall. Yeah, look, I think they have. Fine. I think uh, I hate the term baseball, but call it baseball. I, I think the I think the short stuff that we bowled to tailenders is rubbish. Oh my god. And I just don't get, um, for a, you know, T20 cricket is probably the most popular form of cricket in the world at the moment. Yep. And it's probably the most played by cricketers at the moment. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just bowl T20 cricket when people like Stokes are teeing off? Change the pace, bowl outside off stump. Slow balls. You can can bowl that 
and also set test fields, which should make it very hard to get mm. away. And yet they bowl this short rubbish. I, I, I again, I was, I, I was staggered by. I don't even know if they are tactics. They just feel like. Oh, I, honestly, it honestly doesn't feel like tactics. Oh, look, feels like lost at sea. To be honest, yeah, it does genuinely feel like lost at sea. And look, you can uh, people are saying like Pat Cummins hasn't exactly had the greatest series as a captain. Can't argue with that. Mm. Andrew McDonald, if he's behind these tactics, well, who, if it's not him, who is it? Yeah, yeah. If, uh, if if that's not the role of a coach, then what is the role of a coach? Yeah, no, it's a great great point. Uh, he has to go. Yeah. That's the uh, reason why they call it Bazball, because it's Brendan McCullum's coach and they're his tactics. Yeah. It, so we're calling this he's been Ronald out. Ball and yeah. it's it's useless. Yeah, no, we yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well you know, and, and it was being called Cumball at one point. Yeah, well that's 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 um probably not call it that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that would will annoy me is that if no nothing changes, we'll 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 smash Pakistan. We'll smash um, South Africa and Australia. Yeah. You know, yeah. Manus will make his 200s, you know, and everyone will be flying and everyone will be like, oh, nothing to see here. Um, but I do think this has been a bit of an eye-opener in terms of, you know, what do we expect from our coaches? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's It's been, uh, it's been embarrassing for mm. a large portion of the... Ashes. It's been unwatched. A lot of it's been almost unwatchable in terms of the, yeah. just the way we we're bowling at them, and just like this is nonsensical. Yeah, completely nonsensical. The the Stokes one fifty was just a, a a shit show of the highest order. Shit show. I mean, good on him for like absolutely. He's a freak. He's a freak show, and he was yeah. hitting some of those shots as pure as maybe like they were Gilchrist like. Yeah, but no, the way we we're bowling good. to him, no, not as good as Kelly, good. of course not. Uh, but the way they were bowling to him was just like inviting it to yeah. happen. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I would love. To, I would give anything to see Ricky Ponting coach this team. Yeah, me I was too. kind of on the fence when Andrew McDonald was named the coach. I think I was only probably leaning on one side of the fence because he's Victorian. Same, and then he dropped two Victorians for the fourth. Test. Yeah, and he's got um, red hair. Um, I just can't ignore that fact. And also, I just think it was almost a bit of a tail wagging the dog decision, that one. I don't think they went through a process. It felt like the players sort of wanted McDonald because he, uh, you know, that sort of player empowerment. It's probably yeah. the anti-Langer, right? Like, Langer oh, was such yeah. a presence and yeah. um, had such strong opinions and, mm. and processes in the Australian team, and they wanted the opposite of that. And so McDonald is probably, you know, just player empowerment, etc. So that's why I'm also like, is, is are they his tactics? Yeah. I, I just don't know what's happening in there. It'd be very interesting. I mean, there is a camera crew following this around for the test. Okay. Um, so that's going to, in my mind, mm. hopefully give us a few answers. Yeah. Would uh, Where do you stand on this? I'm, I'm pretty keen to see um, Nessa get involved, get into the game. Yeah. Um, I feel like he might be like, a really good county slash shield player. Um, and whether he's got it at the top level, I'm not sure. Although every time he has um, played tests in Australia, he's done well. Yeah. So, I mean, it's we've retained the Ashes. Let's get him in. Let's see what he's got. I'd love to see, and I'm pretty sure he's injured, Lance Morris, the wild thing. Mm, yeah, I think, yeah, he's... Yeah. 
he's what we. I think that he's what we probably need. Yeah, with once like Starks re- will retire within the next couple of years, you would think. But mm. we need that sort of Mark Wood, Brett Lee, because who's who's Joel Bactar yeah. express pace, yeah. scare the shit out of batsmen. Because who's who's England's best bowler been? Well, it's probably been Stuart Broad, but yeah. after him, it's been Wood uh, and even Wokes. It hasn't been Anderson, and it hasn't been Robinson. Who do you think's? Uh, let me say answer this probably in a different way. Who who have you been most worried about when given the ball? Wood. Yeah, and that was the same thing in that test that he played. Yeah, oh, he mate. was the only bowler where you're like, oh yeah. shit, that's it's genuine pace. That's gas. Um, yeah, it's yeah. smoke. Yeah, so and I love watching it. It's great. It's great watching it until he starts talking, and then it's just you're just like it's the the two brain cells just taking over. <laughs> uh, so yeah, fifth test. I think we're gonna win. To be honest, I think we'll. Uh, I think the shackles are off. A little bit of pressure gone. Um, and you know what, Marnus has made a hundred. Um, he tends to make runs in bunches. Yeah, I think no, I've been waiting for him to to get his ton because he's too good a batsman not to. Yeah. I think Smithy Smithy will make some runs. Dave Warner probably will make runs. Dave well, Warner will probably make two hundred. Well, now. it's funny. You know what? <laughs> Warner was very Warner outwitted the selectors in a way, and he sort of by getting on the front foot and declaring when he was going to retire. Yeah, he sort of he set the narrative. Yeah, like I'm I'm done after the last Australian Test. He's done, and it's upcoming he's so summer, done. and it sort of made sort of put them on a the back foot a bit. Yeah, actually. I was gonna sell someone. I just can I just quickly. I, I was gonna sell um, Marcus Harris. Oh, okay. Because he had this quote. Yep, I'm listening. Davies earned the right to pull the pin whenever he wants to pull the pin. Now that's Marcus Harris, who is trying to get that spot off him. I want more mongrel from Marcus than that. No one. Yeah. No one's. No you can one go back to WA if you want with that mindset. That's no not one a has your mindset. No one has the. Like it's it's a privilege to play for Australia. It's not a right. Yeah, no one has the right unless you're really so. So David doesn't. Davy Warner. I love him as much as I've loved him. He doesn't have the right to d- dictate when he retires. He'll retire. Averages two in England. Yeah, he'll 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 get dropped like anyone else, and he'll get Correct. retained like anyone else. So, yeah. for, but for Harris to say that, who's who's trying to get his position, I want more mongrel than that, Marcus. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a late sell. That is a that's a late sell, but a good one. So, I'm with you there. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, uh, sure, I think we'll win the fifth test. Why not? Yep. Make it 3-1. Yep. Three You're good f- to actually win a series in England as opposed uh, to yeah. just draw it yeah, it'd or be, retain it. You it'd know be great because oh, I can't wait to see when we do win this test what they come up with. Mm. Um, Excuse-wise, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the win the moral ashes, the spirit I'm sure of cricket ashes, being a success, and uh, could have been champion. They might all get MBEs and do a um, double decker bus tour. Maybe, maybe wouldn't, wouldn't put it past them. No, and they'll be throwing they'll be throwing beers up to the bus, and they they'll be like Johnny, 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 catch the beer. <laughs> like, oh shit, why is Johnny sober? <laughs> why is why is Johnny doing Dry July? <laughs> oh, oh, what a way to finish, Tim. Thank you, Chris, uh, and everyone, uh, both on the uh, on the ears and on the eyes on YouTube. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And uh, shop, shop early, always shop early, and beat the rush. Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is mascots trucking kids. What? 
Bull Nuff Alert. My last sale is Chupa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where? Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy.